our culture tells us moms today that we are important up until preschool. And to be honest, that might even be debatable if we're even important up till that age. But either way, after that, the professionals, they should take over. And even if you think that saying preschool is being dramatic, I think we can all agree that we're told that professionals should take over our child by the age of kindergarten, which is what, five or six years old? But what if our culture is wrong? This is going to be a juicy topic, and I am excited to kind of dive in, ruffle a little feathers, and probably maybe make some people a little upset. But to be honest, they're probably not even listening. So my goal here is to encourage you, Mama. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Hey, hey, friend. Today, I want to give you that boost that you need. Consider me your homeschool motherhood cheerleader. I'm over here. I wasn't a cheerleader. That was not... I mean, I had the voice... I had the vocals for it. Let's just say that. I was kind of known in my family as being a little bit of a loud mouth, but I just didn't have the hoorah kind of in me. But just consider me now your cheerleader. I've got some hoorah for you here, and I just want to give you that boost that you need. I want you, homeschool mama, to lean into your calling, not just to birth or to adopt and bring our children into our home and get them to a certain point, but to be the ones to walk alongside them all the way up to the point that they leave our home. And even at that point, the role changes and we're not quite as much of a teacher, but we still are, (laughs) but in a more sneaky, subversive kind of way. But I want you just to lean into it, that we are the exact parents, the exact mom. You are the exact mom. Again, whether you have given birth to this child, or you've brought them in your home through adoption, you are the mom that God has selected for each individual child that you are raising. And we aren't supposed to just get them to a certain point, hand them over. Nope, we are supposed to do this with them all the way through. And that is what homeschooling allows us parents to fully fulfill that calling. My husband, James, tends to travel a bit for work, and even throughout his years before, even that he was in this position, this job that he's in right now, he overall has had a lot more interaction, and he would be on his own interacting with people just through work or different church ministries and just different things that he has done out in the community. And the topic always comes up among married men, and they would ask something, and somehow it would come up that we homeschool. And James would say that we homeschool and they would, so many people would say to him, oh, so your wife's a teacher? And he's like, yeah, she is like, oh, so she's like, they were alluding to the fact like she's a certified teacher. She's gone to school for that. 
And when he's like, no, she didn't. The look on their faces, <laughs> he's such a sweet guy. He would just say it in such an innocent kind of way. He's like, I don't understand. Because he had an inside look. He could see day to day, or at least at the end of the day, what we've done. He could see the fruit of the time that I was investing in educating our children at home. And he was always really confused by their reaction when they were pretty much kind of in shock and, and didn't know. And then they could sometimes follow it up with like, is that even legal? He's like, well, yeah, if it wasn't legal, I probably would not be telling you about something illegal that we were doing. It just would amaze him the amount of times people would ask that of him. And, you know, they would ask him, I would be with kids. And, and so I, I mean, I got some of the questions, but he's out there a bit more. He's, he's an extrovert. He's kind of out there a bit more than I am. And again, the topic would just come up and they were just completely surprised that, wait a minute, your wife isn't a certified teacher. How, how can you be doing that? How does she know even what to do? And culture, it just doesn't get it. We have removed parents as the authority. We're made to believe and in a subtle and subversive kind of way that parents aren't worthy of teaching our children. And this has been intentional. It's been a long time coming. But I can say that with James and I, we started noticing, I guess probably about at least 10 years ago, back when we had TV and we would watch TV, we just noticed that there was a lot of dumb men in all of the sitcoms and in movies. They were always stupid. They couldn't make any decisions. They were bumbling and fumbling and they just, they didn't add anything to society. They didn't, definitely didn't add anything to their families. And it doesn't take much time to notice that this hasn't gotten any better when it comes to our media and it's just evolved into just other things as well. Again, I don't watch TV, so I don't know specifically, but I do remember watching TV and James pointing that out, like, why are all the guys so stupid? Why are they just bumbling idiots? And it was just a progression of this. And as society, we have accepted that men are like that. And now we've accepted other things as well. We believe that we have evolved to the height of knowledge and that others are better at teaching your five, six, seven, eight, 16, 17, 18 year old. They're much better than the parents. Of course, they have to be, right? Now I've mentioned in other episodes that there are specific cases and scenarios for that it is probably better or safer for a child to be in a public school system. I'm not talking to those types of situations. I'm talking to you, mom, who is at home or thinking about leaving your job and being home. You know that you're going to provide a safe and an environment that your child's going to thrive. And that's who I'm speaking to right now. And if you are on the fence as to whether you can homeschool and educate your child, or maybe you are homeschooling, then this is going to encourage you. Let's dive into three reasons why you are the best teacher for your child and that you don't have to outsource their education. The first one is that you, mama, you know your child best. Nobody else knows them like you do. And society and culture will tell us, okay, so what? You know their favorite color. So could a teacher, their first grade teacher could know that as well. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about even the deeper things. These are things that others can know, but when we are around our child 24-7, and if you have younger kiddos, I know that that 24 is probably closer to the amount of time that you actually see your child. 
And I promise you, as they get older, they do sleep a little bit more. So it's not 24-7, but you're still on call 24-7. But you know your child. You can just take one look at them and you know what kind of mood they're in. You know what they're thinking. And when it comes to homeschooling, we get to tie all of that in. We get to tie their passions. We can learn what their gifts and their talents and abilities are. We can tie that into their learning style and we can create an education. We can create a path for their education, for their growth in many different areas, specifically for that child. You know them best and this happens over time. And so even when someone sends their kiddo to kindergarten, even if they're gone for saving they do a half a day, or maybe it's a full day, there is no way that a teacher in a classroom of 20 to 30 kids can get to know your child as well as you do. It's, it's impossible. They can get to know nuances and different things about them. They could have them, you know, ask what their favorite color is. What was their summer vacation like? All of those things. Those are minor details. You, mama, you know your child best. You know that you have a kiddo who cannot stand tags and you've had to remove the tags from every single shirt or you've had to buy tagless shirts or they wear their shirt inside out. Just little things like that. You know how they like to wear their hair. You know that uh, they don't, certain shoes kind of bunch up their feet and feel uncomfortable. You know what their goals and their dreams are as they get older. You are able to recognize when that tween or teen boy wants to spend a little time with you. You know what they're thinking. You know what they're going through. You just know them best, mom, and therefore you are the best teacher for them. The second reason why you are the best teacher for your child and why you don't need to outsource their education is that you've already taught them so much and you will continue teaching them so much. And I think we take it for granted that, that we teach our young child how to use utensils, how to even chew with their mouth closed, and we teach them how to walk. We teach them that the oven is hot, not to touch those things. And as they get older, we navigate friendships between uh, our kids and, and other children in the neighborhood or wherever they are. We help them walk through different challenges like that. As they get older, we teach them how to drive. We teach them how to be a young man or a young woman that honors God and seeks after his will for their life. So why, why in the world do we exclude things like grammar and writing and science, and math, and history? Why do we allow the culture to say, okay, it's fine to teach them how to walk and to teach them how to maybe hold a pencil. It's fine to teach them how to get dressed and how to uh, pack a suitcase to go on vacation and how to teach them how to drive. But mom, eh, you are not qualified to teach them science. I mean, I know you went on a hike and you just told them the names of different birds because you enjoy knowing that type of thing, or you took, you went on a walk and you identified different trees. I know you did that, but you, you're, you don't know the rest of science. You haven't specifically looked into that. You can't teach them math. I know you know two plus two equals four, but you, you can't possibly do that. And you definitely, oh no, you definitely cannot teach them how to read. We have specialists that are able to do that. I hope you catch the sarcasm in those, in all of those types of statements. It's ridiculous to think that we can't do those types of things. See, the thing is, 
The homeschoolers who started off, I mean, I so admire those that were homeschooling when it was illegal still up in the 80s and 90s, like, yeah, the 1900s, the 1980s, 1990s. It was illegal to homeschool in the United States. That wasn't that long ago. And I applaud and I am so thankful to those families who went before us, who paved the way, who got the legislation through, and we don't have to close our curtains that our kids are home all day. We don't have to hide out. We don't have to worry about being arrested for homeschooling our children. And we have so many resources at the tips of our fingers. We have the internet if we need to. It's possible to homeschool a child on a very small budget. You don't have to have a large budget. But we have all of these resources. We don't have to, I don't have to know trigonometry and calculus for my child to reach that level of math. I'm not saying every child has to do that. But even when it comes to the elementary math, I honestly felt like I couldn't teach that because I didn't know how to best word um, the teaching of those things. I found an amazing math curriculum and I literally read what it said. And my kids are like, oh, okay. And they went and did the problems and got them right. I was like, okay, this works. What an amazing thing that we have these resources. So it just gets me frustrated that parents are told, yeah, you know, you're okay to teach them some of these things, how to, you know, get dressed in the morning. But at a certain point, your your job is done. Yeah, you know, you need to get them to bed at, at night and get them up in the morning. But during these hours from nine to three o'clock, you're not equipped to cover all of these subjects. Mama, I'm going to tell you that that is a lie. That is not the truth. You can teach them those subjects that the public school system is teaching them. And you are going to do a really great job at it. And if you're saying to yourself, but Lee, I don't know how to do that. I feel ill-equipped to do so. I don't, I lack the confidence. I'm stressed out. I'm burned out already. Mama, I've got you here because we get to cover this and so much more and clarify your homeschool. I'm just, I'm thrilled about the revamp and the revision that I had for this course. Check it out, clarifyyourhomeschool.com or tap the link in the show notes. We're going to start off at like ground zero when it comes to homeschooling. And in a very short time, you get to decide how, how much time it takes. I have mamas who fly through things. I mean, they are, they've got their head down, they got their blinders on and they are working hard at it. And some moms prefer to just take a few months, take some time to really go into this. And that's the beauty of a self-paced course. So check that out at clarifyyourhomeschool.com. And just in case you need one more nudge to get into the course that today is the day to do so, this week only, between today and Sunday, May 8th, the entire course is 20% off. Come Monday, it's going to be at regular price. So also, Sunday's Mother's Day, and I'd say this is... This is a pretty cool gift, so go ahead and send the link to your husband too. And the third reason why you are the best teacher for your child is that no one cares about your child like you do. I'm not saying that anybody in the state school system, I'm not pointing any fingers and saying that they have ill will towards your child, but nobody cares about your specific child like you do. They are basically your heart walking around out there in the world and nobody is going to feel that passionately about them. It's impossible for them to, to other than parents. Yes, 
I could be out at a playground and I could see a child start to fall or stumble off of a piece of playground equipment. And I will do what I can to try and get there in time. Say mom doesn't notice and try and get there and catch them. I would do such a thing for another child just from a heart of caring about the life of other people and loving people like God does. And I believe that many teachers would do the same exact thing. Spring into action if needed. They are there day in and day out, but they're getting paid to be there day in and day out and to teach your child how to read or to introduce them to higher math level concepts or talk to them about Shakespeare. They're getting paid to do such a thing. (laughs) Mama, you know you're not getting paid anything. You're getting paid in hugs and kisses and possibly sometimes rolling of the eyes and maybe some slam doors and dirty laundry. But that's not really the same as, you know, a check being deposited into your uh, bank account. (laughs) You are doing everything for your child purely out of love. And that just shows that you care more than anybody else does. I do care about the little kids that live next door to me. And I watch out for them when I'm pulling out of my driveway. I don't want to hit them. I don't wish any ill will on anybody. But in the middle of the night, when that kiddo has a nightmare, they don't come over and knock on my door and ask for Miss Lee to help comfort them. No, they go to their mom and their dad because that's who cares about them the most. And we know this deep down in our heart. But to take a five-year-old, and I'm guilty of this too. There's, I'm not shaming anybody. I'm just trying to create an awareness. I took my five-year-old and put them on the bus. I didn't like the thought of doing such a thing, but I was led to believe that that was best. It was best for her in kindergarten to go and spend a couple of hours with some other people. And then it was best in first grade for her to spend even more hours with other people. And and I was wrong. It was better for her to be home. And it took me those three years to realize that. And it took that first year or two of homeschooling to de-school her. And then I started to just, it was like a flower opening up. And she's so sweet. She is like a flower anyway. But just watching her grow and it was just absolutely amazing. And I just realized that I had to do those couple of years because you know what? If I didn't do those couple of years, I wouldn't be able to speak into that. I wouldn't be able to at this point tell you that, Mama, I know how it feels. I know that it doesn't feel right to put your kiddo on a bus. I know that it doesn't feel right for them to be away. I know that you're also scared of, what am I supposed to do with them home all the time? I'm made to feel like I shouldn't be around my kids all that much. They're going to drive me crazy. And yeah, they might drive you crazy. And it will take a couple of years, possibly years, yeah, to get used to the fact that you are around each other all the time. And other people aren't going to understand this. But nobody nobody in the world. Grandparents maybe would be second in in line. Obviously, we've got God there too. Who cares about your kiddo even more than you can? I mean, can you even fathom that? That just blows my mind because I would give my life for all three of my kids. Just there would be no question asked. And I know that James would do the same thing. So mama, you feel the same way. Nobody cares for your child like you do. So the three reasons, again, let's recap them. The three reasons why you are the best teacher for your child and why you don't need to outsource their education is the first one is you know your child best. 
The second is that you've already taught them so much and you will continue teaching them so much. So why are things like science, math, grammar, why is that excluded from the teaching? It doesn't have to be. And the third reason is that no one cares about your child like you do. And can you tell I feel a little passionate about this and I hope you do too. And it is exactly why I have taken the time and the energy and the resources to put together Clarify Your Homeschool. Because mama, I want you to feel confident. I want you to know these three things without a shadow of a doubt and say, we are doing the right thing, the best thing for our family. And we are wrapping up the first week of Clarify Your Homeschool's open enrollment. I am just so excited about those who have signed up and have taken advantage of the 20% off. Last call for that here. It ends in just a couple of days. I cannot wait to interact with those of you that have signed up and those who are going to run over to clarifyyourhomeschool.com right now. But I can't wait to hang out with you. We have a private student Facebook group where I'm there. We can interact. We can ask questions. You can ask questions and we can, it's just as it it can be a two-way conversation there. So I'm excited about having just that group and we can, we can chill and hang out. And I'm also excited about our monthly group Zoom calls where you get to get onto a Zoom call and we get to look at each other face to face through our screens and we can just be honest and open and talk about homeschool and grow together as a group. But you have direct, I mean, I can give you just right that moment give you feedback. So I'm just so excited about those two extra things that are included with the course. So hop on over there, clarifyyourhomeschool.com so you and I can talk specifically about your homeschool because that's exactly what this course does. I'm not going to tell you what specific way you have to do something. I'm going to lead you to the best homeschooling lifestyle. What does that look like day in and day out for your specific family? So excited. Head over there, clarifyyourhomeschool.com and mama, you are the best teacher for your child. Don't outsource that education. Dive into it and embrace the homeschool lifestyle. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.